It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well being radio. Conversations for Positive Change Welcome to Social Media for a New Age on Wellbeing Radio with me, Katie Brockhurst, the social media angel and author of the books Social Media for a New Age. It's a new year and a new season and for that we decided to do a new series. You may have heard me presenting the Digital Wellbeing show last year but with so much changing in the world and my body of work really being focused on this idea of social media for a new age which is about exploring our relationship to social media on lots of different levels. I call it spiritual social media where it's the effect that social media is having on our spirits and on our souls because that's not an aspect that we often look at in terms of our relationship to these platforms, these apps and these places and digital spaces that we go to every day. And we are in a time of great change on this planet of ours, on lots of different levels, in so many different ways. And something I'm quite fascinated by is what's called the the Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And that isn't conspiracy theory, that's very much something that's um, backed by the UK government anyway. There's a whole section on the Fourth Industrial Revolution and what that means is it's the combination of technology, artificial intelligence and biology. And we are looking at an advancement in AIs over this next 10 years, which is going to change the landscape of the world that we live in. So I believe we have to look at the role that social media, digital media, and our use of is having the impact that it's having on the planet, on society, as digital citizens of this land. And it's really been my calling in life. I set up a social network when I was 20 years old at university in the year 2000 that was to help students as they were graduating from uni as I was. Uh, We were a little bit too early and uh, didn't quite get things going before the Zuckerberg landed with the Book of Face. And... um, and in 2007, I set up a, one of the first social media agencies in London. And it's just been my world in many ways. And I've helped hundreds, if not thousands of people to manage their social media platforms, to build their platforms and use social media as part of their business. But what I started to see, particularly two or three years ago, was the impact 
that it was having on our energy, on our very spirit and soul and on our being because so many people were coming to me feeling disenchanted, feeling stressed out and overwhelmed. I was too and it really made me consider what role actually was social media having in that piece and what I've learned since is that you know high levels of social media use do create stress and anxiety through things like addictive design and dopamine loops and um, variable rewards and and what that's actually doing to us on a physiological level. But there's also the psychological impact that social media is having, as we have seen in these first few months of 2020, and how social media has been used to psychologically manipulate us through information how it's being used by politicians and also how big tech itself is impacting us through things like censorship and as having to ask some really big questions about the power that big tech in particular i'm talking facebook google twitter and on some levels amazon apple as well and we are starting to see some changes Quite a lot of people are are taking part in what I call the Great Migration as Facebook um, brought out some new terms and conditions for WhatsApp and Instagram over the last few months. And that has made a lot of people question actually what they're doing there. Do they want to sign these new terms and conditions? I personally uh, am looking at different ways to manage my relationship to big tech so that I'm not giving them access to quite so much information. Because if I bring that back full circle around to this fourth industrial revolution and the great resets, like the vision for our future is that a lot of it will be automated. I went on a big deep dive uh, recently on understanding things like Neuralink and that's Elon Musk's piece of tech which will literally plug into the brain and become, as in his own words, like a phone in your brain. And so we've got some really big questions coming up around technology and how it meets with us ethically and our morals and what decisions we might make in terms of how we use it and whether it's using us or are we using it, that whole idea. And so as part of this great migration, a lot of people are moving to new platforms. Some of these platforms have been around for a while and some of them are new to the space at a very opportune and much needed moment. In my opinion, I don't agree with the monopoly that big tech has over us and I don't agree with the harvesting of our data in the way that it's been done or with addictive design and methods that have been adopted by big tech in order to capture our time and attention. So this show I hope it's really going to support you in questioning your relationship to social media but also in giving you support and tools to help you navigate 
these times, these times when we are more digitally connected than we've ever been before, not only because of lockdowns and such the like that we're living through, but I think we were already at a point of mass saturation even before this began. And I think we need to be really careful as we move forward. So having a little moment in the break now as I go into a beautiful song called New Light to think about what this new light might be for you in terms of your usage of social media. And in the second half of the show, I'll get into a few ideas and ways that we can navigate this year and the years to come and social media for a new age, how we really experience that as individuals and together. So enjoy this song. Take some time, a moment, a breath to think, to feel about your relationship to social media as we move through this beautiful music.
Welcome back to Social Media for a New Age on Wellbeing Radio with me, Katie Brockhurst. I posed some pretty big questions in that first half about where big tech is taking us, what the future looks like if we are to be a data-driven, automated society, and what role can we play And how much power do we have as people to impact the future and what that looks like for us as individuals and citizens who sit in the middle. We are both of this earth and of nature and yet we spend so much time in the digital cloud communicating and connecting with one another in different ways through content, through conversations. We all want connection. It's human nature to need and want connection. It was part of what helped us survive in connection with one another and yet these communities that we're building online we need to be sure that we're using them to then connect in real time physically which unfortunately is impossible in many ways for us right now you know we're literally i mean this show is going out a time when it's against the law to meet with people that we don't live with And I, for one, I live by myself, so social media is the only way for me to connect with others. Yet, if that's the way that I am to connect with others, and then that's being tracked and traced, that information and that data is then being shared with advertisers in ways that feel quite intrusive and quite invasive, I don't know that that is a world I wish to live in, and I get the sense from others that they're feeling a very similar way. It's been interesting, like I've noticed a little bit of a male-female split on this, that men don't seem quite so bothered that they get served personalised ads from private conversations they're having in messenger apps, yet the women around me seem to feel that invasiveness and don't like that so much more. I'd I'd love to hear from you whether you've noticed a difference, whether you're a guy that finds it intrusive or not. Uh, I'd love to hear that. I'm sure it's very much an individual's thing, but I noticed a pattern there. I shared an example just the other week of me having a chat with my personal trainer and they'd sent me a message in Facebook Messenger saying, grabby kettlebells bring them to the park and within an hour I had adverts for kettlebells across all of my social media threads and theme and news feeds and that doesn't seem like such an issue but you know a year before and I've shared this story before one of my friends was going through chemotherapy and she was you know about to lose her hair had started we were having a private conversation over FaceTime we were talking about wigs and getting her eyebrows uh, microbladed and that next day I had adverts on Instagram for wigs and microblading and that was a very personal conversation I know I'm sharing here and now but it's our choice as to what is private 
and somebody else shared on my Instagram and I don't, you know, the irony of all these things isn't lost on me that these are conversations I'm having publicly online, but they just shared, I'm done being harvested. And that was a really powerful comment. And I'm done being harvested as well. If I think if we have consent and we have told them, which I guess is what these new terms and conditions are all about. But where do we draw the line of consent? How much are things buried into the small print and how much have they been? I mean, they have been for so many years. I think that's why we find ourselves in the situation we are. I mean, they've turned our data into a trillion, multi-trillion dollar industry. And it's not necessarily that something wrong with that but yet at the same time I think they say in the social dilemma documentary on Netflix for those of you that have seen that they say if you know the product's free then you are the product and I for one have been a little bit naive about what that actually means in the first half and if you listen to my digital well-being show you'll know that I do bang on a bit about addictive design but I believe it's become the downfall of our attention spans, of our creativity, and of real connection with one another in physical spaces, or as the wonderful tech psychologist Doreen Dodgen McGee says, in embodied spaces with one another. I realized I was spending more time connecting with people online than I was offline at a time when offline was still available. It's no longer available to me and that breaks my heart that I didn't make the most of those opportunities when I had the opportunity to. And maybe that's the great wake-up call that we're going through each of us individually during these times. But making decisions about who we give our data to, how we give that data, what's then done with that data, I believe will become more and more important as we move through this next decade. And so some of the ways that I'm navigating this is I chose to get one of my old phones out and I cleared it of all of my private information and I just have Facebook, Instagram, and big tech owned apps on that phone that I'm then not using to search for things. I'm not doing my banking. I'm not doing having private conversations. I've also chosen to move to using apps that aren't using data for advertising, that are encrypted, that are more private. I really like Telegram which is one of the big new ones. We, you know, they've had 25 million new users in, in as many days. And I think that's for a reason. I think they're quite a cool app for following content creators and for having conversations with your friends. They've also got awesome stickers, <laughs> which I particularly love and find enjoyable. There's another new one called Clubhouse that's just come out that everyone's talking about. 
I'm actually going to do a Zoom call about that in a couple of weeks time on my social media for a new age club, which you are all invited to come join. I do two Zoom calls a month and cover many aspects of what's coming up in social media land, the new platforms that we can be using. Clubhouse is really interesting. It's audio only, so there's no looking at the screen, there's no having to to sort of pose and posture ourselves. It's really about what we say and how we show up in that space and share with others. And everyone seems to be loving that. Um, And another one is Signal that you might have heard about. And that's an encrypted chat app where you can do voice calls and video calls. And so I'm moving my WhatsApp stuff from there to Signal. And it's not easy. A lot of people want to stay on WhatsApp. A lot of people will stay on Facebook, stay on Instagram. And I'm, like I say, I'm not necessarily leaving them. I don't feel like I can leave them. I need to be aware of what's going on in them. But I also want to take back some control over how I'm using them. And so that's been some of my ways of doing that. I'd love to hear if you are switching up your relationship to social media. You can find me at socialmediaforanewage.com and send me a message. And you can also yeah, find me on Instagram too, katk.socialmediaangel. I'd really love to hear how your relationship to tech is changing. So come over, be part of that conversation with me and I'll be sharing more with you in the next show. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's lovely to be here to share with you and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wellbeing Radio. Conversations for Positive Change. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.